0: Welcome, everybody, uh, to this month's Leadership Podcast. This month, I'm honored to be sitting with Chaz Kellum. Uh, Chaz and I met recently this year. He works for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and uh, we partner with them, and they partner with us at Light of Life, and so I got to meet him through that. And just a little intro about Chaz before I introduce you to him. Uh, Chaz is the Manager of Diversity Initiatives with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he leads by example to help the community and region in, Pits- in making Pittsburgh a better place to live and work. Uh, Chad was actually born, or Chaz, ugh, Chaz was was born uh, and diagnosed with a rare bone disorder at birth, OI, which causes the bones to break easily. And so with over 40 broken bones and more than 12 operations, uh, Chaz still has a passion and you're about to find out how much passion and motivation he has, but an energy to make a difference. And he graduated from Edinburgh University with a degree in sports management. And while he was there, he was the vice president of student government and worked with young students for three years in resident life. Uh, Recently, he served on several nonprofit boards, Including the Edinburgh Alumni Board, the Consumer Health Coalition, the UCP Pittsburgh, and the Pennsylvania Youth Leadership Network. He also serves on state and city committees for the Governor and Mayor, and he's a coach for a wheelchair basketball team and also plays second base for Pittsburgh's only wheelchair competitive softball team. And Chaz credits his parents with providing inspiration and motivation to <laughs> achieving his goals. That is a mouthful. You've accomplished so much. You're twenty eight years old, Chaz. Thank you so much for being willing to take time with us. Thanks, me. thanks, that I have. Glad
1: to be on and uh, I'm glad to, uh, to talk with you today.
0: That's great. So, hey, just tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your story? Tell us about your life, how you got to where you are and all that. It has been a
1: fantastic journey. You know, I'm blessed. I'm lucky. Uh, a lot of hard work pays off for sure. I'm a big believer believer if you take care of the small things, the big things will kind of take care of themselves and that's kind of been what I've done over the course of 28 years. Uh, I just work extremely hard at everything I do, give it 100%. Uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is home for me. Pittsburgh is a little big city; it has a lot of things to offer, like a major city, but a lot smaller scale. It's home, um, and I, I'm proud to call this city home. And, and my goal, as you mentioned, was to make it a, a place for everybody to be comfortable and live happily. Uh, went to city high schools. Was uh was born and raised here, and my mom and dad are also. And um, you know, this is this is home, and will be hopefully for a long time. Uh, graduated from Edinburgh and transitioned into a position here at the Pirates. Shortly thereafter, Uh, started off in sales and marketing, and kind of transitioned my way into my current role here in the community and public affairs department of the organization. And it has been a a wonderful twenty-eight years of roller coaster ride.
0: That's awesome. So, Manager of Diversity Initiatives of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Tell us about that. What does that entail? Well,
1: that's an interesting question. Uh, We are the only major league team, to my knowledge, that has a position dedicated to diversity outreach. Uh, I'm in the Community and Public Affairs Department, and my role is to connect our brand, our products, and our resources to different diverse and multicultural audiences in the region. Uh, basically designed around six main audiences, African-American, Asian, Latino, disabled, the underserved, and the uninsured. Those are our six primary audiences that we work with. Uh, We also do some work with the GLBT community. We do some work with a variety of other audiences as well, Uh, but my six primaries are the ones that I mentioned. And basically, just introducing and making sure that they're aware of the product, which is actually Pirate Games and the baseball you see on the field. The resources, which are sort of like the behind the scenes, that we're here to help financially or through in-kind donations. The Pirate Parrot, we have the mascot of. Other, other mascots available and so forth, and then the brand, making sure that they understand what that goal P symbolizes and the longstanding traditions and history of our fine organization here with a more than 120 years uh, of, of baseball. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a proud organization and that those are my goals.
0: Tell me, so what's it like working for the Pittsburgh Pirates? I'm sure it's a dream job for a lot of people. Yeah. Other people might think it's a scary job. Uh, you you know, know what? I think
1: the biggest thing about it is coming to PNC Park to work every day. This is not a student type organization. It's an organization that really thrives around energy, yeah. around young, about around relationship uh, capacity building. Uh, you know, I come to, to the best ballpark in the country every day to work. Uh, we're in a great, fan area of, no, of the North Shore, which is a new booming area as as many may know and uh it's awesome it is awesome to come to work every day and you know this is this is a career for me you know this is something that you know i i enjoy doing and i see myself retiring in at some point uh long time from now long time from now but this is a career for me and, and that's to have a career at a very young age is is very cool
0: yeah, has it been cool to get around the, the players and some of the leadership in, a, in an organization like this? You know, it definitely. You know, I, I we have to take for granted that we work here.
1: Uh, or we don't take for granted, excuse me, that we work here. Yeah. And and uh, to be around Frank Coonley, you know, once a week or every day is awesome. And, He's a sharp guy. And, and being able to do those sorts of things. I'll call you that. <laughs> and being able to do those type of things yeah. uh, makes it interesting. And, uh you know, being able to be around Andrew McCutcheon and Neil Walker and Jose Tabata and getting to meet them and their families and see how they are with their with their kids or other people's kids is just awesome to experience. You know, we see what they what we see on the field; they're baseball players, but these are human beings with real life problems and situations and challenges, and and we have no idea from a fan perspective how hard it is to hit a ball with the movement and the speed and velocity of a baseball and to make contact with that and then the small fundamentals of the game this is a very challenging sport and these guys are talented at what they do but these are human beings and we should you know keep that in mind that you know that these guys work hard on and off the field to be the best baseball players and humans that they can be that's
0: good so uh, i gotta ask man winning season this season or what Wow, well, that's a tough question.
1: Um, playoffs, were I, mean, I, I, I really don't have a prediction on the number of wins or playoffs or not. What I hope to see is the same as many other fans, is that we compete every day, we finish every play, every pitch, every yeah. bat, uh, and we compete for every game. No team that comes in here or we go to is better than us. We should be able to compete in every game. I'm, I don't want to hear about we can't win in Milwaukee. Um, I don't want to hear that Milwaukee has our number I don't want to hear that we do well or do bad against interleague. I want us to compete every game, and I think we'll do that. Clint Hurdle is absolutely an amazing man. Um, He demands respect. He demands leadership, and he demands almost perfection. And that's from everybody. That includes from us on the front office side. That includes those guys, the 25-minute that roster. Uh, And and you will start to see and continue to see – progress when it comes to our on field production. And I think that you know, our GM and our ownership have proven to us as employees and to fans with the long term deal he gave to Andrew McCutcheon. That shows you that we are um, dedicated to young talent. When we get and acquire young talent, we're gonna build upon it and once we get to the point where we think they can be significant impacts on our roster, we will invest in that young talent. And that's been proven over the last couple of years.
0: that's great. So being under the leadership of a Clint Hurdle and Frank, you know, what are the biggest lessons you've learned under them about leadership in life? Oh my goodness, Clint
1: has so many amazing quotes. I like his thing of finish. Uh, you know, finish everything that you do, um, every bat, every run, every inning, every pitch, uh, everything we do in the front office. We've got to finish it. I've learned a lot about relationship capacity building from Clint. Uh, You know, he is an energy. He is a spark in a room. You feel his passion and his loyalty to our organization, and that's something you just can't teach. Um, And and he taught me a lot that there. You know, and there's a lot of things you can't learn from a book. Hmm. And Clint is a is a walking life lesson. Um, I think also his idea of making a difference today uh, is something that I really kind of cherish that you have to make a difference today in order for us to continue to make this region, our city, this world, a better place. So those are some things. And Frank and Neil and all of our vice presidents also have lots of things that they've taught us and shared. and, and, uh, I think we're, you know we are a fine, well-oiled machine when it comes to the front office perspective, from marketing to sales to corporate to communications to community. I think this organization has done an amazing job of leading the industry uh, when it comes to the business side of it. Yeah, it's it's a great place to work.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about uh, the Pirates' future. Uh, all right, so let's get into a little bit about your personal life, your personal leadership, okay. and. Uh, Obviously, you were born and diagnosed with a rare bone disorder. Uh, it said, I, I was shocked when I read that you've had over 40 broken bones in 12 operations. And yet, the thing I love about you, you haven't let that slow you down a bit. While it might have crippled some people, I mean, man, you're one of the most passionate, energetic, outgoing people. You know, just a, an mm-hmm. advocate for good in the community. Can you just talk a little bit about what it was like growing up with that, how you've overcome that, and how you just remain positive and and go after life the way you do?
1: You know, every day you wake up in the morning, you have a choice, and that choice is to be happy or to be miserable. A long time ago, I decided to be happy as much and as often as possible. Uh, I strive to make a difference and change and impact somebody's life on a daily basis. Uh, I think what makes my life interesting is that even to the roller coasters of having 40 plus broken bones and several operations, uh, you know, I've had a, 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 an impact on our culture and our society already, and I do that by just living life. Uh, I realize that i 'm the exceptional one to the rule you don 't see too many people with disabilities that are out there um, working full time in major corporations or companies that are driving their own cars living out on, on their own uh, you know i 'm an exception to the rule i you know I, I live life to the fullest every day in in You know, my goal is to try to make an impact for those that come after me and to really showcase that we have the same wants, needs, and desires as many others. And, um, you know, I've broken everything from finger, collarbone, elbow, to both legs at the same time in five places. And even with those challenges, you know, I still have a choice every day. Um, to me, uh, those really with the disabilities or those that are uneducated. Uh, you know, I think that the more we learn, the more passionate we can be about life. Um, you know, you're going to encounter situations and people that just don't understand and just won't give you a chance. But I, I, I care about those that are willing to give me a shot. Let's back this up. When I, when I roll into a room, I am three things. I'm a little African-American guy, so I'm, I'm black, I'm a male, and I have a disability. I use a wheelchair. Each of those have different stereotypes and different expectations, and uh, I care about what you think about me after you've had a chance to get to know me. I can't, I can't control what you're instantly going to think by seeing me. Uh, I care about once you have a chance to have an interaction with me, what you're going to walk away from. That's the one I can control. And that's the one I put my passion into. Uh, you know, passion, energy, those are contagious. And people hopefully feel that when they're with me, when they're around me. And uh, I hope that that shows through my work and by everything that I do. Um, it's been, again, I can't say enough how much my parents have been uh, the backbone of, for me to get where I am. My disease is genetic, so my mom also has a disorder, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, there are four different types, so she has a less severe type than I do. Um, but by, by through her wisdom and the way she was raised and the way my family decided to raise me, there's nothing that I couldn't do or couldn't try. Uh, and I had to learn from my own mistakes and my own challenges, hence the 43 broken bones. Um, most of those are from doing, from doing boy stuff. Yeah. You know, I was a normal kid, wrestling and playing basketball and falling and climbing trees that I really shouldn't have been climbing and, and you know, my living life. So yeah. it has been one heck of a journey.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've read a lot and I've heard you talk a lot about the influence your parents had on you. Can you talk about many things they did intentionally that made such a difference in your life? And even to encourage parents out there, you know, what are some things, you know, everyone's either had a great or a bad experience with their parents, but what are some things yours did intentionally? Well, a couple things to say is that,
1: uh, you know, kids are, we, we notice and recognize things even when we don't realize that we are. So, uh, you know, we're very... Um, capable of learning and you know my parents talked to me a lot um they talked to me so they they uh share with me information that at an early age allowed me to learn they demonstrated leadership on a daily basis they showed me sacrifice and what that meant um they allowed me to try things you know and if i broke something i had to learn my own lessons from breaking bones um they never allowed me to say i can't uh, which was huge for me You know, they really put me in positions to gain social skills. You know, everyone has a talent. And I pay attention to my talent versus what I can't do. Um, If I spent time worrying about what I couldn't do, I wouldn't be able to accomplish what I have today. Uh, So I always focus on what I can do, what I can achieve, what I'm talent. And my talent is people. Uh, you know, my talent is, energ- is energizing and being around and, and meeting and interacting with people. And, I, I you know, some of that goes to my mom and dad by always having me around people. Um, you know, small things. I grew up in a house that had stairs my entire life. People think, well, you're in a wheelchair. Well, why would you have stairs your entire life? My mom and dad made me be independent as possible. Hmm. I had to get myself up and down the steps on my own. There was no stair climber. Uh, I had to, you know, figure out how to drive my own car. Uh, you know, I had to gain the upper body strength, and because of their leadership, without even really knowing it back then, I've been able to gain muscle mass and strength um, that allow me to do things now, like push a manual wheelchair, driving a car, living on my own, so that means cooking and lifting and changing my own bed, and everything. everything that many take for granted, become challenging to me, but again, because of my mom and dad's leadership and, and my independence they provided me, has allowed me to step outside the box and do things on my own.
0: That's awesome. So, I mean, you've always, it seems, had a knack for leadership, always wanted, you know, you were really involved in school, you were involved mm-hmm. in school government, you're mm-hmm. on like 30 different boards right now. Correct. Very involved. So you've had a lot of different leadership experiences. Can you talk about maybe some of your favorite leadership experiences and how they shaped you, and then maybe... Just talk about, hey, why should people get involved in leadership in their communities? I mean, definitely. I definitely think that
1: uh, leadership, we have to start younger. We have to start as young adults. And even before that, in taking leadership roles, Uh, you know, I got on boards at a very young age. And I serve on eight, to be exact, which is a lot. But I'm proud to serve on eight. Uh, you know, and leadership takes different forms and community service takes different forms whether you're serving on boards or cleaning up your neighborhood or being a part of D.A.R.E. or uh, reading a kid after school or tutoring or going to our senior homes and helping serve meals or read books or play games leadership takes different roles and looks differently and I challenge everyone out there to take on a leadership or community involvement role whatever makes them feel comfortable find what you're passionate about and when you find that passion go after it and go after it hard Um, you know that's the only way we're really going to make a difference I'm a big believer, and it really does take a village to raise a child. But I'm also a big believer in that uh, we have to learn from the from the older generation. Uh, you know, our, our age—I'm 28. We've got to sit down and, and get our history from our grandparents or great grandparents. We have to get our history from the people that are in senior citizen homes and high rises and things of that nature. So, uh, I just believe that the more we can learn, the better we're going to be. The more we can do for others, the better we're going to be. Uh, and, and and I try to do that and demonstrate that, um, by serving on boards and reading and mentoring and doing whatever I can to, to inspire and to motivate, um, you know, and and you're not going to do much by sitting on your couch, uh, every day. Um, you're not going to change our world by doing that. So the more you can get out there and be a leader, the better off you're going to be and our future is going to be.
0: That's awesome. So you're a public speaker. You're really into that, and we'll ask you how people can get you into their organization in a minute. Okay. Uh, but you speak to a lot of different youth events, school events. Uh, you know, a lot of audiences. What's like your your big message? What's the message of Kaz Kellum? <laughs> no
1: whining, no excuses. <laughs> nice. Uh, because if anybody could have had, if anybody could have whined and made excuses for a long time, it could have been me. Mm. You know. Um, so my big message is no whining, no excuses. What makes my message? And by by being. You know, so passionate about this work, I can tailor my my message to fit to fit any audience. Uh, my message to seniors is thank you. My message is to real young kids. I want them to touch the wheelchair. I want them to understand that because I'm in a wheelchair and have a disability doesn't make me different or any any weird. Uh, my message to the professional world is that you know, with passion becomes ability comes opportunity. Um, I do leadership development. I do diversity trainings. I do motivational speeches. Um, I do for any audience. All my presentations are very interactive. Uh, they're very hands-on. I give away prizes at the end. I call people out. I have other people talk. Um, they're very energetic. I make people get up and move around, and it's it's very cool to to get the feedback afterwards from pre- um, different pre- uh, opportunities I've had for presentations. Um, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Hello, this is Chess. <laughs> yeah, I will give you a, a call Give me about 20 minutes and I'll give you a call right back Alright, thank you Bye-bye Sorry about that You're good. Little interruption Didn't want the phone to be ringing um, But but yeah, so the the... My presentations have been amazing. It's been an amazing opportunity to go out and, and share my story and motivate positively and really use, you know, share my trials and tribulations to inspire and to motivate. Yeah. And uh, I don't have all the answers. I don't pretend to. I don't pretend to be this, you know, super wise and intelligent and intellectual guy. My message is just pure hard work, no whining, no excuses, and really to believe in the unbelievable, uh, and that's really what, what we really showcase.
0: Yeah, so the new whining thing, you know, I mean, obviously you have a physical condition, but, you know, I'm a youth pastor, I deal with teenagers all the time. Just people in general in the church world, I mean, They might not have a physical condition, but it's a mental thing. The man they deal with depression, they deal Mm -hmm. with suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to those people? And you know, while you've overcome this, how can they overcome even the mental side of things? Well, definitely, I like to say that hard times do not discriminate.
1: Black, white, rich, poor, young, old—you know, people that live in the city, people that live outside. Hard times do not discriminate. As an example of that, if you've not lost someone close to you, you will. And when that comes, you're gonna understand what it feels like to go through a hard time or challenge. Uh, so that's that's key. Everyone goes through it. In addition, everyone's got a story to tell. You know, everyone's got something that have put them where they are, that makes them who they are, that have you know kind of put them in the position that they're in. And hard times do not discriminate. So uh, I definitely think it's about having courage. I definitely think it's about digging deep within you. Uh, I really think it's about make, counting every moment. So instead of living day to day, make it moment to moment. Cherish the small things in life. Cherish the fact that you get another day to try it. Cherish the, to that you woke up and that you're that you're healthy. And even if you're not healthy, cherish the fact that you woke up this morning. Um, you know, no matter what your story is, you have opportunity to make a choice, uh, and the choices most of the time are yours. Um, be positive. Stay focused. Uh, always have God in your heart and your mind if you choose to believe in that. Um, and, and use that motivation to get you through the day. Realize there's somebody out there worse than you. There's somebody out there going through similar situations than you. You're not in very many battles alone. Um, and, that, and that's something to keep in mind. That's
0: awesome. All right, last few questions here. Who are uh, who are some of the heroes and mentors you've had, and what did they teach you?
1: Mom and dad have already mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I had a middle school physical education teacher that gave me an opportunity to be his manager of some of his sports teams. I couldn't play sports in middle school, so he gave me an opportunity to get involved in the business on the side. 10 years later i work full time in the business hmm. it's amazing how you know you, you inspire a kid and you show them that with opportunities are present how you impact after that kid's life Hence, that middle school teacher did that. Uh, I was in a pre-college program uh, in in high school, hated math and science. Because of the the influence of that pre-college program, I got a full academic scholarship to Edinburgh because of their persistence and their program. It's amazing how the things you hate then, you look back on 10 years later and you're like, wow. So, those are some some instances. Uh, You know, I learned how to drive and got my license. It's amazing how, uh, for a person with a disability that counted on being driven around by everyone else, when I got my license, it was like hugely independent. Uh, So, that was a moment in my life that really challenged me and inspired me. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a young kid by the name of Charlie with Down syndrome. Uh, I'm amazed how Charlie embraces life. Uh, and Charlie's about twelve, and uh, Charlie just brings the best out of the people. Um, people are so happy to see him. People are so—it's it, just amazing how how I look at Charlie and, and and feel good about life and feel good about him. And and, and uh, so Charlie is one that definitely has inspired me too. That's
0: awesome. You said you're a big leader. It sounds like you do a lot for personal growth. You know, uh, talk to us about one or two of your favorite books that have impacted you.
1: Um. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I believe yeah. is the name of it. It's a good book. Um, and then there's another one, um, well, The Last Lecture by CMU. That, I haven't that read book. that yet. Yeah. Awesome Must book, read. I Must Read. Great. Very easy read, very quick read. Um, and then uh, I'm a big fan of Mitch yeah. Uh He wrote books, uh, Day with Maury, Have a Little Faith, uh, are two of the books I love by him. So those are some uh, that really stand out for me. Right now I'm reading for fun, uh, from good to great. Uh, it's my book I'm reading for fun. I don't have time to read as much with grad school right now because I'm reading books for school, but uh, that's what I'm reading right now for fun. That's great.
0: So you're going to grad school. You've been to the Pirates for seven years. Tell us, where's Chas Kellum in 10, 20 years? Wow. Hopefully Chas Kellum in 10 years is director
1: uh, of diversity initiatives and has a small staff helping them out in that area. He's a teacher, professor at uh, one of our local colleges or universities here. Uh, hopefully, Chaz will have either published or be published uh, his first book. I want to write a book about my journey and and uh, how to get to where I am and just a, a memoir sort of about yeah. my life. Uh, And hopefully we'll be opening his first tavern or restaurant. I want to open up uh, a a bar and restaurant that is all about diversity and multicultural. Uh, I really want to embrace the different cultures. So different nights of the week will feature different ethnic cuisines and have different entertainment acts. And it's really going to push the envelope of diversity because I want there to be a mix of everybody
0: involved. That's awesome. Great. Well, hey, uh, thank you so much for this interview. Any last pieces of advice for our listeners? You want to leave them with? Wow. Uh, go Bucks. Uh, <laughs> go Pirates. Uh,
1: support us and cheer us on for 2012. So, uh, you know, be there for us and support us in that journey. Um, you know, believe in yourself. Believe in the unbelievable. Motivate. Inspire. Um, and, and and definitely just make every day the best. Uh, so I'm proud to be with you today, and really privileged that you selected me for your for this opportunity, and uh, you know, really honored that you've uh, thought of me as someone that can hopefully inspire, motivate, and share leadership in our community.
0: Yeah. And, hey, if someone's listening to this and they say, "Wow, well, I really want to get connected with Chaz or, hey, I'd love to have Chaz come to our organization or youth group or school to speak, how can they – what's the best way to connect with you? The best way to connect to me is email,
1: and that's uh, Kellum at
0: Yahoo.com,
1: and that's C-H-A-Z-K-E-L-L-E-M at Yahoo.com. Or by phone, it's 412-913-6357. Again, that was 412 913 7 I'll be happy to take any questions if you want to learn more about the disability or about the pirates or if you do have a school or a community or a target audience, no matter what that is, that may need a little bit of a kick in the butt or some motivation, I'll be happy to, uh, to do that for you. Uh, again, I'm, I love our region and want to you know, assist in the development of our area.
0: That's great. Well, thank you, Chaz, and I'll leave. I'll put his contact info in the show notes as well, so you can just uh, click on that, so you don't have to to write it down yourself. But Chaz, thank you so much. Uh, Thanks for everything you do in the community, and man, you're a difference maker. I can't wait to see where you are in twenty years. Thank you very much for the opportunity.